0: Hello and welcome to Earth Medicine Podcast, your daily medicine for inspired living. My name is Alexia and I am sharing stories, motivations and wisdom from Mama Earth and her change makers. I am so excited you're here with me today. Now tune in and listen. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Earth Medicine Podcast. Today, I'm super excited to talk to my sister um, and colleague at Shakti Academy, Nivas, from Moon Beauty Rituals, and we're going to talk about female medicine, the moon, and all topics around female arts and sacred uh, tantric wisdom. Hi, Nivas. Great to have you. Hi, Alexia.
1: So happy to be joining you in this podcast. And I hope that our words will inspire all the women who hear it.
0: Yeah, I hope so, too. Um, So my first question to dive right into the topic is... um, that has to. The question will be about the first okay. word that you see when you go on your website. It says "Queendom" and "reclaim it," and I think that's a really powerful statement. That even, um, you know, when when you see something for the first time, it just it just does something with you. So I wonder what what does it to do you, or why did you choose these words to put them on your website, and what what should it tell women who come mm-hmm. to you. So
1: the, this uh, this quote was actually like a development for me because 10 years ago I never would have said something like this because I wasn't so much aware of what female power and female empowerment is. And so this Queendom Reclaim It, it's like really recognizing uh that we as women have really deep and very strong spiritual powers and that uh, by recognizing this, we recognize our power we have uh, about also things we can move in the world and that it's really time that we like, that we sit on on our throne and, and really... Um, recognize that we can create the lives that we want and that we have the power and that we have to step out of patriarchal archetypes of what women are or should be and really recognize that um, we are more than we seem and we have the power to change a lot of things in this
0: world. Mm, it's really beautiful thank you for sharing that and i wonder for everyone who is listening um what is what are your tips of getting there like how do women even get started or what does it you know mean to reclaim the the queendom is there are there any techniques that you suggest or how do i connect with sisters how do i get started in this process
1: Mm -hmm. So first, I think it's always the recognition that something may be wrong or that for me it's it was really that i i never like felt connected to who i truly was and i didn't even felt really connected to my body which showed up in not loving myself not wanting to be here or not even enjoying life so the first step for me is to come back into the body and to really look at the issues women have around body. So this starts with nutrition and body weight and, and self-love. And uh, since I'm also coming from, from uh, the, the Ayurvedic tradition, I would suggest to really look at these topics and to find rituals of how to love your body more because it's not going to function with uh, affirmations uh, uh, when you tell yourself, I love myself, I love myself. You really have to give your body the rituals and to make self-love a daily habit, a daily ritual. And this is really nice with... um, Massage therapies uh, therapist, and also um, enjoying the food and really finding the foods that nourish you deeply, not just on a body level, but also on a very emotional level to start moving your body with yoga or even dancing is is very beautiful for women because it's about moving the hips. And by moving the hips, we can feel our female sexual power also. And really um, touching yourself with your own hands uh, and and breathing. I mean, breathing is such a deep... uh, deep deep self-love practice and you can do it everywhere so it starts there to really recognize okay how do i feel in my female body and how do i want to feel in my female body and then from there this um Empowerment uh, star goes on. I mean, I mean, it's a really a year long practice actually, and I think it has also to do with aging. You know, the 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 older you are, the more you also recognize, if you if you go the spiritual path, that the women is the tem- that the women are the temple or the woman is the temple. So for me, it was also a lot about. Uh, research in history and research uh, regarding the female story of his story so really deconstructing all the um, archetypal identities we got and how we have been wounded in, in our womanhood and from there also uh, starting to research um, your ancestor lineages and to really see, okay, how, what kind of life did my mother have? What kind of lives did my grandmothers have? So you can understand maybe more about the wounds you have in 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 your own female body decoded in the cells and in the tissues.
0: So... Um, do you think that's a necessity, like that it's really an important thing to look at your ancestor's story and your, your his story, basically, to, to find what has been wounded, to find out what has been wounded and kind of rewrite your own story? Is that, mm-hmm. is that a purpose or helping also to heal the now or kind of the, the issues that we have as women in the now?
1: Yes, I think it's really very important because it, I mean, we grew up in, in like children, we grew up um, surrounded by certain gender patterns and, and how our father treated our mother or, or how our mother even understood herself as a woman. And this, um, this influenced us in our own self-image we have about ourselves so I think it's really important to go in there and not only to heal this um, for us and the future generations but also to heal it for the ancestors so yes this is a very important part and I mean because you asked me about the technique for me the best technique because it's not just one technique for all of this um, female (laughs) empowerment um Um, process is yoga because yoga gives us not just asana that is good for the body but it gives us meditation it gives us space for self inquiry, it gives us breathing techniques to really go deep into meditation states and then to dare recognize all that is hidden in the subconscious mind and combined with with really deep um, uh, Ayurvedic practices surrounding the body and the nutrition, it can really um, turn you into a new woman. But uh, Mm -hmm. it's and also i mean the and this is also very ayurvedic the deep connection to mother earth so this is really really important i think that a lot of women who live in the cities really lack of of having deep roots into their own bodies and also into mother earth and mother earth is deeply deeply nourishing and healing and can give us a lot of support when we feel depleted and stressed out and from there we can go into menstruation care and and also and this is maybe one also of the most important things uh, regarding female power is really healing the sexual and sensual part of ourselves and to ignite the fire again because the sexual a fire um, is just very strong, and if it's not burning, and I don't mean that you then have to go out and have a lot of sex, I mean the fire like the eros, and then you you keep and you you... you protect your fire and give it give it into life and into your life. So it's a, a mixture I think of a good yoga practice with asana meditation, pranayama, really deep, deep working, and then sensual care with Ayurveda and then a deeply rooted um Um, connection to mother earth so maybe it's these three like pillars
0: it sounds like because your background is uh, ayurveda right you've been an ayurvedic practitioner for many many years before you even went to be a yoga teacher yes do you think that um, what you're doing now is basically revolutionizing i would say the the Old term of Ayurveda, or the thousand-year-old Ayurvedic principle and practices, into something new that is really approachable for the modern woman as well. You know that helps us to really embody being that woman in this age and kind of growing into, into a embodied, central, beautiful, really arrived uh, mm-hmm. woman.
1: Yes, maybe I, I never like thought about it. <laughs> I mean, but but you, you know, I mean, yoga and Ayurveda also developed in a very patriarchal, hierarchical system. So what we also try to do in Shakti Academy is to, to go deep into history and to really look uh, after the women who have been also being part of producing and 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 giving giving away this wisdom they never appear in any book but i really deeply believe that there are a lot of women uh, that were keepers of this wisdom and um ayurveda for me is very female it's a very female and very sensual Um, wisdom and art of living because it uses a lot of oils it's all about the the taste in the food it's about the herbs and the spices it's about touching it's about getting in contact with your side with your menstrual cycle and finding good self-care rituals there so yes maybe uh, And then to combine it with yoga, it's really very potent. I mean, this is one of the most ancient wisdoms we have in the world. And also the Ayurveda is very, very, um, uh, very, very individually based. So it's not one recipe for everyone because everyone needs a different kind of self-care. And this is what I very much like there because then with time and when you go deep into it you can find your own way of eating and living and moving your body and not being attached to any dogmatic uh, tradition. I don't like any dogma because it takes away a lot of creativity and I think if... Mm really like are connected with your with yourself and and with your womb space and with your body then you start to feel what you need in different kind of stages of your life and um,
0: and you you become your own kind of healer in a way really beautiful you said that you know i think that sentence it takes away your creativity is very powerful because that's in a way our nature as women and for me that's a key sentence because for a long time I just pushed that away and I tried to fit into a like a dogma or a certain way of you know living that someone else you know told me how to do maybe and I just followed it because I thought it was right rather than listening to myself and that creative aspect to invoke that creative aspect in women again and I don't mean like just painting and drawing and all, you know, creative things of like creating, but every moment is a creative aspect of our lives because we create our own lives. But I think for women, it's even more important to come back to that because we're so much stuck in these in these male structures at work, at home, like wherever, wherever it is. And- yeah, yeah.
1: Yes, totally. I mean, creativity is the way life is actually. It's always flowing and moving and changing. And for women uh, that are in their menstrual cycle, even more because they are like their hormones like flow around in their body. And uh, women are every day different and even every hour different. So they have to to get in touch with this ever-changing state Mm. they are in and to really like feel okay today what kind of yoga practice would nourish me what kind of food would nourish me Uh, what kind of meditation can help me to deal with this problem I have and this can be changing the whole time I mean it's always good to be settled in one tradition I think like to have one or maybe two or three um, teachers you follow that really inspire you but at, at the end of the day you have to to feel good with your yoga practice so if you after your yoga sadhana if you don't like feel balanced and in flow and really uh, in a state of being one with something deeper inside of yourself, then it's not a good yoga practice for you. No, totally, totally. This is really important that we like, and and then the fun uh, comes with it. Then you really like. I mean, if you if you if you if you allow yourself to be creative with everything, then the fun is also there. <laughs> it's even with the nutrition. You know, it's not really good for women. To, to push themselves into diet or how how they should eat or how they shouldn't eat. It has to be healthy and fresh and the best way from the Ayurvedic point of view is, is to, to really eat what the earth you live in gives to you. So uh, based on regional products, but then you 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 get creative with it and don't count mm-hmm. calories and don't count I don't fat because fat is also very important to eat good fats for the bones and the and the skin fats are very very important but you you try to eat high quality and and uh based on also your ethical views you have but uh creative and not
0: dogmatic delicious lifestyle like that yes <laughs> it's is it do you think that is how because when i look on your website you you are you know and i know you personally really well so i know and i see that you're always creating and super creative so is it because you have actually arrived at a very say fun and delicious, embodied lifestyle that and also in touch being in touch with your menstruation cycle and the moon that that helped you to just come into this very natural flow of creating or what what is your secret of just you know creating or coming so much in the flow that you just created? Yeah.
1: A- I think it's really this deep connection to my spiritual identity, actually. Mm -hmm. And this is maybe something we haven't talked about, um, I I think, even never. I think (laughs) for women to really get empowered is to find besides of all the things that I said is to really find who they are deeply down in their soul and uh, this uh, searching for my soul started when I was 13 and now I'm 40 and now it's really here and I really try to To be in sync with what my soul wants. So my days normally look like this. That I wake up and I don't sometimes even have a plan of what I'm going to do. I try to live very intuitively. And this is where my even with my food. With the plans for my day. Because I have also a child. And I have to take care of him. And to plan his day too. But I try to really be in sync with my soul and to receive the messages for the day because the day are all the days are also changing sometimes the moon is full then it's not full then it's in this sign and that sign so Mm. um wow
0: that means you like have established a whole lot of trust yeah does that mean it means trusting in life like fully trusting in life if you walk that path seems like um, and like, for example, talking about the moon now, is there anything that you do or don't do when the moon is full or, or empty? Well,
1: I always do new moon and full moon sadhanas. This is uh, like a rituals in my monthly life I have. So for the new moon, I build my altar new with new stuff, and I clean it, and then I put a new candle there, and my new moon intentions, and maybe new images or, or something that I feel that how that mm-hmm. that I need, and um, <clears throat> I always sit down for the new moon and write and write a lot and and reflect about how how the next month is going to be for me or what kind of of issues i have uh to 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 resolve also in my life and then for the full moon i o- always do a meditation i i do my beauty rituals in the bathroom i go into the water and really connect to the element of water i listen to music i pray also um and 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 send my wishes into the sky and do my yoga practice my yoga asana asana practice and um yes this is what i always do and i also um observe in what kind of sign the moon is and then i start to to also feel uh, what is uh what is going to happen for me regarding the sign of the moon so i it's always some it's you know it's 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 a combination of Knowing a lot of things, because I know a lot of things, because I read a lot of books. So I, I, this is also a yoga practice to really like read a lot and to gain wisdom. And then I, I also let speak my intuition and try to find the flow between the wisdom and the intuition. So it's not going to get stagnant and just because I know that for the full moon I have to do this, 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 this and then I do it although I, I, I maybe don't feel it. So I always try to to, to combine the wisdom and the intuition and to find my balance there.
0: Mm-hmm. So you're using that knowledge or the, the... The books and that technique that you're reading from to take it from the outside to the inside in a way and then making it your own. Exactly. With Mm -hmm. your intuition and really feeling into it. It's Mm -hmm. really beautiful. Mm -hmm. Wow.
1: And then life starts to get his own or it's... I mean, it's really important to, to really be in sync with the body so that the soul can embody and then life really gets magic. It's, it's not always easy. I mean, no nobody ever told us that yoga would make life easier, but it makes life really truthful and, and, and really colorful and very authentic and very dynamic and very deep. So this is, uh, You know, if I have one aim in my life, it would be uh, to say at the end of my life, to say, okay, it's been a good ride. I loved everything I did and I don't regret any decision and I lived it really fully. And what I don't have anymore and what I really had for a very long time is this feeling that I'm not on the right track. And Mm -hmm. uh, this is what also gave me the fire to find the right track. And now I really feel that my life is on the right track. And this really empowers me a lot.
0: That's right. Wow. Very, a lot of wisdom in your words already. I think (laughs) it's it's a big challenge for, you know, women nowadays to be so intuitive and really trust in life. But you can't, you know help someone else to train their intuition it's it really has to be like based upon trust you know trusting in your own life i feel like anyway if we we loop it back into the to the earth um, medicine and the earth and you talked a lot about you know all these embodied practices um, that nourish our nature and if we look at our bodies they also reflect outer nature so mother earth and I feel like sometimes when we are in tune with our own nature, then the earth and nature around us is in balance too. Mm-hmm. So it's just, for me, it's really both. But I wonder, like in, in really your own your own words, what would you... And if there's only three words or one sentence, what would be earth medicine to you?
1: Well, I really think that we can make a huge change and it's already happening um, a lot Uh Uh, that the women have to come back in the circles and to really pray and sing for Mother Earth and with Mother Earth, to really remember that they are the priestesses of the Great Mother. So it's this connection, woman, Mother Earth, and the great uh, uh, dark void of the universe. It's the three wombs that are interconnected. And when we start to understand ourselves as as the daughters of Mother Earth and also the wisdom keepers of her and the voices of her, because she is the great mother and we are the mothers in our lives, not not only for children, but for everything we create. And I really, I mean, if there is a chance that that that, that because it's it's the consciousness around all the environmental issues have has to change and this can only change if if we start to build a good relationship to the great uh, being that mother earth is because she lives and she breathes and she feels and when we Uh, start to heal this relationship with her then then the consciousness can rise and then we can think about new technologies of how to save the environment but first the the consciousness has to change and here i see the women as the ones who will lead this uh, change and to also revive all the Rituals around Mother Earth uh, we have in Europe with the Celts and uh, and uh, um, Nordic tribes, and to really celebrate the different kind of stages Mother Ger- Earth goes through uh, during one year, and to get in contact with the sun and the moon, but on a ritual base. Um, and to sing and to pray and to feel the earth and to really th- be thankful also for everything she gives us uh, uh, in, in our everyday life. And if, I don't know, if from <clears throat> 7 million people in Austria, let's say 2 million people give their, their thanks every day to Mother Earth, then something will change very, very, very um, rapidly. So for mm-hmm. me, the women really have to remember Mother Earth and to come back to her and to heal their relationship with her inside their And this is also if we maybe de- then make the, the turning point back where we started in this talk is to heal our bodies and to love our bodies because they come from Mother Earth and they will go back to her
0: again. Oh, oh. <laughs> Very beautiful. Yeah, it's like a prayer. What I hear from, from what you just said now is um, the medicine that you gave me is that we have to work with the outside to heal the inside, and we have to work with the inside to heal the outside. It's just mm-hmm. working in both ways. Mm-hmm. and. It's so important, right? Because even I grew up in nature and for most of my life, I I wanted to live in the city. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Because it was was cooler to live in the city and now returning back to everything nature, I realized why my body issues and all the whole thing, my story... um, was like it was so it's it's really beautiful to to connect with you on that base and to lead women and guide women in beautiful circles yay yeah and
1: this is you know we all wanted this when we were younger to be in the city because life seems more adventurous and i mean for young people this is also very nice to explore this but what i really think that is lacking in our society are the rituals are with mm. Mother Earth. So we don't make fires anymore. We don't go. Uh, we don't celebrate the eight Celtic feasts of 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 the turning points in 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 how Mother Earth develops during one year. We don't sit around the fire and sing. And I think that all the young people would love this if they would grew up with this and, and really grew up in in healthy community where uh, women also help each other and where there is this community love of celebrating life, then this would also change. And um, I think that we have to bring back the rituals into our daily life so we can find orientation and identity also.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah I think rituals really changed my life as well. They also help you to check in with yourself because otherwise life just goes by, right? And we don't know where was the toini- turning point where you know illness or sickness or unease or disease kicks in. I think when you have ritual regularly you you're asked to check in with yourself and then you mm. know you know when something goes wrong, you know why and you know when was the turning point in a way. That at least works for me and I know then also how to reverse it because I know where it started Mm -hmm. I mean it it gives you like a compass for yourself yeah
1: totally and for me
0: even you know we
1: are living in very intense times Uh, for me not, not having your own rituals or sadhana or meditation practice not just once a week but every day it's not going to turn out good I think because you need like an anchor to reconnect to soul and to to be on track and to really (laughs) feel that your life is is uh is here because you are here to do something big or great or or just to feel that you are right in your life and every time you have the feeling that it's not right and that you feel empty and, and not on the place you should be, then you have to check in with yourself and see what needs to
0: be changed. Hmm. Yes, I totally agree with that. <laughs> so as one of the, the biggest things from this talk now, the rituals, is there any favorite Ritual of all time that you would suggest women to start with, before we close this talk. Any favorite thing that that you just absolutely love doing on a regular basis? Well, I to use a lot of oils. Oils, oils,
1: yes. To like
0: massage yourself or to yes, like drink my and face, eat.
1: face, <laughs> you know, I use oils for for my face every day with etheric oils because I like the smell, and the smell always and the smells always heal my emotional state a lot Mm -hmm. and uh, breathing meditation also and drumming I do a lot uh, in the last 12 months so I have my drum and then I sit down and drum for 20 minutes and then I feel my womb and my intuition again and I feel grounded and rooted and really come back into my body Mm. with drumming so these are the three things I do right now quite often and every day and this is also changing you know sometimes I have a more a stronger asana practice and uh, I take some nutritional things maybe more you know but now it's really the drumming and the oils and the breathing meditation.
0: Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing. These yes, pers- you're welcome. Thank you. For- We're grateful <laughs> to share this podcast and thank you so much once again for speaking. Also from the heart touches me always when I speak and sit with you and I can't wait <laughs> <laughs> to do another podcast. Thank you so much, Nivas.
1: Thank you, Alexia. Much (laughs) love. Bye.